What's in your diary? What's in your diary? What's in your diary? What's in your diary? Hey, hey, it's Ty. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Mike. And welcome to another episode of the It's Not Your Diary podcast. So, guys, we love what we're doing, and we believe that God definitely is working through us. And as we're on this walk towards generational healing, we'd love for you to walk with us. So if these episodes are helping you out in any which way, go ahead, like, subscribe, and comment, and go ahead and share. Thanks, guys. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, Mike. What's going on, Ty? Nothing much. I was wondering. What's that? I think we need to add a few more segments. Mm, okay. So, do you have a, a quote for us today? Yeah, I got a quote. and I got a few quotes, actually. And I'm wondering if our fellow healers would be able to uh, guess what we got going on today with the topic. So Let's hear it. All right. This quote is from C.S. Lewis. Lay before him what is in us, not what ought to be in us. This quote is from Martin Luther. And this is this. I actually laughed at this one when I heard this one. Uh, I have so much to do that I shall spend the first three hours in prayer. <laughs> uh, and I, this one is this one is deep. Uh, okay. History belongs to the intercessors those who believe and pray the future into being. And that, that is by uh, Walter Wink. And this one is from my mentor. Shout out to him. What up, Mike? Shout out mentor. Yeah. Shout out mentor. (laughs) All right. So you will come into the fullness of who you are and who God created you to be when prayer becomes your heir. Mm. Mm. Now, I don't know where he got that from. I don't know. When he (laughs) told that to we were we were eating some sort of Japanese food, and I looked up and I said, "What?" <laughs> that was deep. So, if you guys guessed it, do 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 drum roll. Ty, what are we talking about today? We're talking about prayer. Mm-hmm. Prayer hands, <laughs> prayer hands. So, with that being said, we're going to jump it off with a complex question. Another segment that we love to do, and Tyra's going to surprise me with this one. I have no idea what she's about oh, to yes. ask me. And, okay. Uh, <laughs> And no, uh, and I'm just, yeah, lay it on me, girl, because you always be giving me these wild questions. <laughs> okay, so for this one, it's going to be a tough one. If you had to choose one or the other, your one source, well, not one source, but if you had to choose between the two, you can only have one line of connection to God. If you had to choose between prayer and fasting, mm. Which one would you choose? But if you were told that fasting would lead you closer to God faster than prayer, which one would it be? Hmm. Mm. Okay. So before I answer, mm-hmm. could you for the, for our listeners, could you just let them know what fasting is? Yes. Yeah, so just a little brief. Still spending time with God. Like you can still um, study your Bible and your fasting time. So fasting from anything, like it could be for any reason, for anything. If you want to fast from social media, if you want to fast from food, but it's basically just a time where you focus more on God and the things that he 
has planned for your life and you cut off like whatever it is in the world that's distracting you. Mm. So if you had to choose between, you couldn't have both. Right. But you had to choose between the two. And and fasting gets me closer to God, you say, right? Yeah. I'm going to still go with prayer, though. I think so, too. Yeah. Uh, I, I think one... I'm not trying to speed up anything, you know, God, mm-hmm. God's timing is perfect. So I trust in him uh, that, you know, through my prayers, he'll, he'll guide me at the right time and direct mm-hmm. my steps. And, uh, but both, I mean, both are great to, to, to have in your arts, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, so it's tough. Uh, uh, that was, a, that was, a, that was a really good one. That was, <laughs> like, ooh, get me closer to God. But I wouldn't be able to pray to him. Right. You know, like. You would just be able to study. You know, yeah. And and, and it's like prayer. It's like, wow. I love that. Uh, I love prayer. And we're about to get deep into it. Like, I mean, which leads to uh, the first question. What is prayer, Tyra? Like what? I really think prayer is a direct line that we have to heaven and to God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What do you think it is to you for what do you think it is just in general? In general, it's a symbol of a relationship. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say it's right. a symbol of a relationship that you have with, yeah, God, mm-hmm, God. With him, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you don't mind me to, you know, stretch it out a little bit more. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's also like a mindful and honest conversation with God mm-hmm. to express your heart to him. It's, uh, I think, and you know, like the reason why I picked prayer is because I, it's like an anecdote to our weaknesses, our cares and our problems. Like we get to cast it all into and we get to talk to God about those things. Mm-hmm. And if I don't have that, like, man, I'm, I'm just keeping that all in, in a sense. And or I'm going to other people and venting it too much about it, you know, to where it's just like, you know, but it's like, but when I go to God, it's like, yeah, mm. mm-hmm. And it's like he got me, you know, and then it gives us the opportunity to spirit to experience life through a position of transforming faith. Mm. I think it's uh, an act of faith that that leads to a deepening relationship between God and his people. So, yeah, I think prayer is is so, so beautiful. Mm -hmm. I agree. I really felt like for a long time I was kind of like, I don't know, like a little on the edge, like. I don't really know how to pray, but then it's like I thought that there were two different ways to pray, which is like super weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I thought there was like a right way and a wrong way, and I never felt like I did it the right way per mm-hmm. se. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think so many of us think prayer is so complicated when really it's like just a conversation mm-hmm. that we're having with God. So yeah, right. It's just a conversation and mm-hmm. an honest one too. And like you said, you know, and I, a lot of and a lot of people struggle with, like the quote of C.S. Lewis. You know, we struggle with or like lay before him what is in us, not what ought to be in us. You know, and mm. it's it's yeah. A lot of people have that struggle, and and which leads us to our next question: is what are some other misconceptions we have regarding in in prayer? Uh, that you have to pray a certain way in order for God 
to really hear you in the first place, like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. he he doesn't even understand what you're saying because you need to be using certain words and mm-hmm. that you need to be saying things in a certain order. Mm-hmm. Only certain people can pray. Only certain people can reach God in a certain way because they do have this large vocabulary. <laughs> right. Right. Amen. Hey, that's beautiful. Like that's pretty much every, like pretty much every day I got, you know, like, yeah, yeah like people think like prayer earns us favor with God. Right. You know, but we already have this favor, you know, mm-hmm. we already have it. Uh, I, I think a couple other misconceptions is that prayer is dead, you know, that it becomes like this, like dead, ritual in our lives you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, just like something that could just be like crossed off the list that we got going on and that like prayer has boundaries in a sense you know like yeah but god says to be bold and you know to ask anything in his name you know um Mm -hmm. and it's it's kind of it's kind of wild you know that a lot of people have been hindered in their prayer life because these misconceptions are out there. So we're here to debunk those things. We're here to, to let you guys know that prayer is an open, like Tyra said, it's an open communication between you and your father. Be honest with him, lay before him what's really on your heart, you know? Yeah. But, not we're, just a wish list. Right. Not just a mm-hmm. wish list, you know. Uh, and we're only 10 minutes in. I hope you guys got your pen and pad, where, you know, already yes. out. <laughs> we're, about to, we're about to go uh, in a little bit further. What What do you think? So so like you said, it's not a wish list. So mm-hmm. what, what, what is it like? I mean, what, what's the point of praying then if, if it's not, you know, just telling God all our wants? What's, what's the point of praying? When we're praying and then we're receiving from God, like we're pouring out our heart to him. It's like, he's, he already knows what we need already. But then the fact that we're praying about it and we're confessing that to him, mm-hmm. like, uh, for example, I had really bad, like issues with worrying for like a really long time. And I never understood why. So that was just one thing that I was praying about. And then like, after that, he kind of showed me many different things that I needed to work on and then he like the worries started to go away so it's like when you pray when you confess whatever it is holding you back from like getting closer to him or trusting him or um whatever you're going through it's like he wants to give us those desires of our heart but how can he do that if we don't even admit what we desire like he Mm -hmm. wants us to have that but um, you know, sometimes we do get caught up in pride or lack of trust or faith or whatever. And it's like, mm-hmm. how can he give us what he wants us to have already if we can't even pray? So, yeah, I think it's just being honest with him so that we can have those testimonies. So then we can go tell other people mm-hmm. what God is doing for us. And like as they, this um, system just keeps going and as more people turn towards him, it's like then they can go spread the good news. Mm-hmm. So, like yeah. It. What did you think? I think understanding uh, the power of prayer is very important in our everyday life as we walk toward generational healing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think uh, we get caught up in life and adapt a self-sufficient lifestyle to where, where we give little to no time 
uh, for real honest prayer. And two, I see we get so caught up in life and adapt a self-sufficient lifestyle to where we see prayer as really no value, you know, to where we develop this self-sufficient attitude to where we just, you know, kind of, you know, like we say, kind of develop this mundane routine. And mm. then we, we see no real, real power in prayer. Uh, and I got a quote from a philosopher and writer called uh, named Dallas Willard. He put it this way, the idea that everything would happen exactly as it does, regardless of whether we pray or not, is a specter that haunts the minds of many who sincerely profess belief in God. It makes prayer psychologically impossible, replacing it with a dead ritual at best. I see scripture show us through many characters in the Bible a deeper side of what prayer can really do when we have the knowledge of how to pray. If I could go a little further into this question, I had something else written down, if you don't mind me sharing, Ty. Of course. And like, I'm I'm sure many of us know that through prayer, we can make requests of things we want and desire. This access that we have, it also gives us an opportunity to meet a holy God. It allows us to give praise and honor to God for who he is and what he's done in our lives. It gives us access to reflect and give thanks for what he's doing in our lives It gives us opportunity to express our love for him and acknowledge him for who he is as a great and sovereign God. Prayer gives us the strength to combat forces and to combat the schemes of Satan. It also allows us to intercess for other people's lives. It gives us opportunity to humble ourselves and come clean in our conscience through confession. Mm-hmm. It enables us to be empowered and renewed and therefore transformed through this divine connection we have with heaven. It's mm-hmm. an act that will help us trust God and his sovereignty. The point of prayer is to change the world through its dynamic power. Because when you pray, you are literally praying to a God who wants to give us his kingdom on earth. And without the proper use of prayer, we limit ourselves uh, as human beings to remain spiritual infants or even worse, merely men and women of our fleshly bodies. Hmm. Yes, I know that's a lot. And I know, <laughs> and I know that's pretty deep y'all. So if you got to rewind, go ahead, but we're going to go forward. Cause I mean, I'm feeling it over here and we're just getting started and I'm so excited for you guys today and we're definitely getting cracking. And I, and I believe healing is happening right now. Like somebody is saying, amen, mm-hmm. you, you know, like I, I definitely know that. Uh, so let us continue to flow. Ty, like I was writing and I wanted to use scripture to help out on this topic uh, mm-hmm. a little bit more. But one thing that you already brought up uh, that I think is so important as we encourage one another to continue to walk this life of generational healing is hearing the testimonies of others, which brings us to our next segment, testimonies with Ty. You know? <laughs> yep. 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 So Ty, I gotta say like you live such a unique life and I'm so encouraged by the things that God is doing in it. And I uh-huh. think it will be, uh, yeah, I think it will be helpful uh, for us to, to hear a testimony of your prayer life. Uh, So can you give us more insight on your prayer life and the story of when God came through for you in your life? Yeah, I definitely can. And before I um, 
dive right into the testimony, though. I kind of just want to give my breakdown of like how I learned to pray, because this will kind of help you understand like where I am now. <laughs> so when I was a little kid, I don't remember how old I was, but I just always remember like whenever I slept with my grandma, she always would pray with me at night. And she always be like, you know, you have to say your prayers before you go to sleep. And then I will always say this Christian bedtime prayer. And then she will always say the Lord's Prayer. But yeah, it still helped me to this point now that I'm older. It's like I always kept that. I always pray before I go to sleep. Mm -hmm. But then it got to the point where like the Lord's Prayer that she was praying, I never could remember it. And like we would always pray together or whatever. So I ended up forgetting that. Like as I got a little older, I forgot that second prayer. And I always said the first one, like it was like a now I lay me down to sleep prayer. And so I used to always say that. And as I got older and older, I would always like, as I got older, I started going to church more and then I would hear other people pray. And I'm like, oh, I think I should be praying like that. So then my prayer just changed and I kind of started just praying more for my family and not really just myself because that prayer was kind of like more just about me as a kid. So yeah, and that kind of just spiraled into now. And because of her, I've always prayed, even if I didn't connect the fact that God would answer my prayers at that young of an age, because she didn't really go into depth, like why I should pray or, and if she did as a kid, I don't, I didn't understand it, but um, yeah, so I never connected the two. So then fast forward to like when I was in high school, like I still was praying at night and I kind of thought of like church and praying separately by myself were two completely different things. Like I never really connected them again still, but I was always praying. And even at that time in high school, like I I was just dealing with a lot. And the only thing that kept me sane was because God really was protecting me. Like, cause I even tried to commit suicide when I was in high school mm. and, but like, I, I never went through with it, but still like I was just dealing with so much. And 2018, when I had my son, he went to the hospital. I really lost my faith and like I stopped praying and everything. But I remember like the last time that I was this low, like what got me out of that situation. And it was praying when I felt so helpless before. So that brings me to now. After all of that stuff happened, um, I started listening to this podcast and it was just super inspirational. And uh, we used to get assignment. And so one of the assignments was actually called like burn it away. And I'm not sure if I told this story before, but basically we had to pray. We learned to pray and say like pray in the name of Jesus mm-hmm. and pray like over our home and everything and write down everything we wanted to burn away so that we can um, start to grow to a different place in life. And this is when I was in like deep postpartum depression and I was like just trying to understand like what my purpose was. And I was just so sad and just in a bad place. So I wrote down everything I wanted to burn away. And then my list, I know for sure I've read this before, but I'm just going to go over a few of the things on here because it's very long. (laughs) But I had a lot of worry and I was trying to let go of worry. I was trying to let go of like controlling my own life, frustration, heartbreak, hopelessness, hurt, sadness, depression, anxiety, immaturity, insecurity, all of that stuff. 
<laughs> and then when I fast forwarded, and because this is like something I was just praying over and I was just really believing, you know, like if God brought me through that when I was in high school, like this time, it's like he's going to do it again. And I have to be patient. And my word last year was just patience. I gave everything over to him at this point when we did the burn it away. And then that's when I realized that like, I just needed to continue to pray. Like no matter what happened in my life, no matter how I felt, like I couldn't let situations tear me away. So then in May of 2019, I ended up writing a journal entry that says, I feel empty inside, but by the grace of God, he's been turning my heart around and I've been able to turn to him. I feel so fulfilled and happy and whole and I don't feel like anything is missing. And I'm so very grateful. But then when I did my one for this year, because the first one that I read off, that was actually March of 2019. And then when I did my reflection this year, it said, reflecting on 2019, wow, this was the year of growth. God allowed me to reach ultimate peace of mind. My confidence in the woman that he's created me to be is at an all-time high. I was able to... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I was able to leave childish things behind and God granted me happiness within him, which is happiness within me. Mm. He He has also granted me to be his vessel and to pour into not only my podcast family, but also the people around me. What an honor that is. He has taken away my pain, my anxiety, my depression, my heartbreak, my control, and even the vision I have for my life. By surrendering to him, he was able to bring me so much solitude and bliss. That was just in like one year. And now that I am in this place, it's just like, well... I know is because I was praying and fasting and I know for a fact it wouldn't have happened. Who knows where I would have been, you know, if I was still in that same place. But it's just great being able to see that because when you asked me to do the testimony, I was like, oh, I don't have that. Like, I don't, because <laughs> I, like some things I do that I don't even realize that I do, but I went back and I looked in my first journal and then I looked in my journal now because now I'm on my fourth journal since everything started since this whole process started in right. January of 2019. Mm. So yeah, I didn't even realize. And then you also said something to me, like um, TJ said, like, whatever I say, like comes to pass. And I was thinking like, well, why is that? Well, cause I literally pray about everything. Even when my mind wasn't focused on God, like I was still praying. Mm, it's like, mm. I've never stopped praying mm. until mm. I was in the hospital. That was the first time I ever just stopped praying. You know, there's been nights where uh, I might just randomly fall asleep and I'm like on the couch, you know, I didn't even get in bed and say my prayers, but like, even that is like, well, where was my heart? Well, my I still would have prayed. But once I got to that point where I didn't want to pray at all, that is just when like things came crumbling down. So to be able to lose my faith and regain it and be in a space where I don't need control and I'm still able to pray. I feel like even in this time now, like I'm still thanking God for everything that he's doing in my life, because even if there is chaos going on around me, I'm still going to pray. 
because this is the father who saved me from myself. Right. Ooh. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Save me I just said myself. a lot. No. Mm-mm. That was perfect. No, I love that. You were so disciplined in what you should be disciplined in, and that's talking to God. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and, like, the fact that I didn't really connect it until we were, like, preparing for this episode, it was like, oh, well, that makes sense now. (laughs) Hmm. I love that. And I've always been encouraged by, like, when you're telling me what you said what you had going on the uh the other day i'm like oh word like i didn't even oh, know that yeah. was, <laughs> i didn't even know that was happening and so i'm just like man this girl can literally do it all <laughs> like but and then you're just saying that it's all about prayer you know and how he's able to make it you know make it happen for you and then through there he's bobbing and weaving in your life getting you prepared it's just like Mm-hmm. And you bring it back full circle. It's because, you know, oh, man, my prayer life is, you know, and it's just like, mm, mm, mm. And then what's crazy, too. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> I was just going to say what's crazy is like when I was in fifth grade, I remember watching S.O. Raven. I wanted to be a fashion designer. So like instead of making birthday wishes, like until I was old, I was probably in high school when I stopped making this wish. I used to wish for the same thing, but not a wish. I used to pray. I used to close my eyes when you blow out the candle and I used to pray, not wish, but I will always be like, God, I don't believe in wishes. So (laughs) one day, can you please just let me be a fashion designer? And what's crazy is like now that I'm older, he revealed to me like you always wanted to be a fashion designer so now look you're a fashion designer but you wasn't specific enough because mm-hmm. now you don't love it anymore and it was kind of he just showed me like this was never what I wanted for you but this is what you wanted and basically showing me like you want this is a desire of your heart and I let you have it and now you don't like it so it's like and like I had this whole thing just in my mind like wow I really have to stop doing what I want to do. And that's why I was doing nails last year. And I was, and that's when he revealed that to me. And I was like, no, he don't want me doing these nails. I need to stop. Like I don't have time for it. And I need to focus on what he wants me to do. And that's when I started the podcast. Cause he had revealed the podcast to me before I started doing nails. So yeah. That's wild. And I was just talking to my brother about this, about manifesting. Mm -hmm. And I don't know where I read it. I don't know if it was in scripture or something, mm-hmm. but I think I came across something that said, you know, we've been spending a lot of time manifesting the wrong things. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, well, one, I'm like, where did I find it? Because I want to dig deeper and learn oh, more about yeah. that. But also when you talked about you weren't specific enough, mm-hmm. that's like praying in detail, you know, like have, like that's part of being real and honest, you know, like. Mm-hmm. You know, that's uh, when it comes into prayer. And I just love that you had touched on that, that, oh, I wasn't specific enough. I, I said I wanted, you know, it's kind of like- mm-hmm. I wanted to be a fashion designer, but he revealed like, no, like you were not specific enough. And so now when I write down like my prayers, I'm very specific. Like even like when I pray for TJ, I'm like super specific. Mm-hmm. We have to be specific when we pray mm-hmm. to him. Mm-hmm. 
because he still knows, you know. It's, right. He you know, knows. Yeah. He knows what you want, but you're not. I don't know. It's like, why? Why wasn't I being specific? Like, mm-hmm. because I didn't think I didn't trust that he would be that specific if I was that specific. Ooh. Ooh. I think that's really like mm-hmm. what it was. So now I'm like super specific. OK, I want to build a home. I want this kind of marble countertop because it's like, too, you don't want to be like in control in a sense but also like still being real with who you are because he knows the desires of your heart and now Mm. like you're not being honest with yourself and with him right yeah he wants us to have more like so many times we want to settle like we we pray for the minimum but he wants us to like dream bigger because he wants more and sometimes i feel like we get upset with him because it's We'll pray for something and then it doesn't happen, but maybe it's not the right time. And maybe he wants you to dream bigger. Maybe he's setting something else up. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And something that comes to mind is when we're praying, you know, like how you're saying, you know, not being specific enough or not thinking that God is even that big in a sense to where he will be in detail with Mm -hmm. what we want. And I'm just thinking, you know, how many of us, have grown to a point in our lives to where we have, we don't really have childlike faith. You know, scripture mm. talks about, you know, you got to have childlike faith into, in, in order to enter into my kingdom. Yeah. And when we enter into prayer, we're entering into the presence of God. And where is he in his kingdom? Mm-hmm. So are you just, thank you God for this day. Uh, yeah. Thank you for breath. Thank you for life. All right, let me get to it. You know, let me get to my day. Mm. Or are we, I'm glad to be in your presence, my my Lord, my God. You know, <laughs> you know, we had this struggle within to this gap between us, like, mm, this is what I want to pray, but I feel like I should pray this. And it's like, no, pray what is on your heart, what continues to come into your mind, because that's mm-hmm. what God wants. Many of us have lost that childlike faith. And I understand at the same time, because you know, the cares of the world and the weight of the world and, you know, what the world may teach us, you know, it's kind of like telling us like, no, like Mm. it's impossible. God doesn't do that. God doesn't even care about those things, but it's like, Mm -hmm. why is it continuing to be pressed upon my heart? You know, why is, you know, why is, you know, and it's like, let me just talk to him about it. Cause at the end of the day, it's your, it's your prayers, you know? So tell him, Every dust bunny you want, how many dust bunnies you want you wanted to, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. and, and that's just the material things, which at the end of the day, I, I believe as you grow, like the material things aren't ever, ever really even going to like hold much weight into your life. Of, of course, mm-hmm. like we all want good things. We all want nice things. And, right. but, but when it gets to, okay, how do I want to design my character? How do I want mm-hmm. to design my soul? Then you're really pretty, you're, you're not really print, but like then you're like really getting into the detail. Okay, right. if I can tell God how I want to design my house, I, I could talk to God of how I want to design my character of who I want to mm-hmm. be. You know what I'm saying? And guys, think about this. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, ooh, that's that's something. And then to even go a step further and be like, okay, somebody hurt you. Mm. How can I now pray for them so mm. that they don't? 
do this to anybody else or so that no one else has to be affected the way I'm affected now by their actions. So now how can I pray for the people who their actions will affect? How can Mm -hmm. I, you know, and it's like, how can I now pray even for, like you said, for my character and for the things that I know I need to change and work on and acknowledging who he has created us to be and then praying that we become everything that he wants us to be. Definitely get into that place where we see him as the God that can do any and everything. I love it, Ty. You're on fire, girl. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Oh, my goodness. Praise God. And so, Ty, is there there anything else on your heart that, that you feel like you can give a testament to when it comes to prayer? Just really want people to know that you don't have to pray a certain way or say a certain thing. Nothing like that. And honestly, the first step that anybody could even take is just... What are you even grateful for in your life? What are you grateful for about yourself? Okay, that you got your list. Now go thank God for all those things that you're grateful for because you wouldn't have any of that. You wouldn't be grateful for any of that if it wasn't for him. Mm. So Mm. if we can acknowledge what we have that we're grateful for and what we have that we want to work on and if we want to become the people that he wants us to become, I think even praying for that. But I just think, you know, baby steps, Mm -hmm. especially if you haven't been in the church your whole life or you don't understand God, you know, pray God. I haven't been in the church for a long time. I want open up my heart so that I can see you more. Mm. Even like going to certain churches, if you go to a church and you don't understand the pastor before you walk in the doors, Lord, open my mind so that I can understand what this pastor is saying. If you want to read the Bible, Lord, open my mind so that I can read this Bible to grow closer to you. If you want to be on fire for God, Lord, set me on fire for you. Like, it's like, what is it? What's your goal for your faith? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or what's your goals for your prayer life? Like what you said was... Perfect. And I think it just leads up to the the next segment that we were going to go with was simple prayer. God put that on my heart. One thing that we want to make sure is that we're, we're sound, you know, that we're, mm-hmm. that we're giving truth here. So we don't want to leave you guys with just, you know, these are our words or something, but we right. would like to use some scripture to, to let you know, like, Hey, we're gaining this knowledge uh, through scripture and God teaches us. Uh, these things. My mentor came across an article on prayer the other day, and mm-hmm. he sent and he sent it to me. Uh, and the article was in reference to this uh, COVID nineteen crisis we're all facing, and the and how the church is rediscovering three different types of, of prayer. And now I'm not going to get much detail on the article or on the types of prayers, uh, but if you would like to hear more, uh, then drop a comment, write us or simply say, I want to go deeper. And, you know, we can go deeper into these different aspects of prayer. Uh, but right now, I just want to focus on simple on, on simple prayer and the power of, of the simplicity it can do in and through your life. Uh, so here's what I pulled from the article. During lockdown, uh, during lockdown, we can no longer gather on Sundays or in home groups, social gatherings, travel, and weddings are suspended as are most businesses. 
if someone is caught outside their home without a valid reason, there can be a heavy fine. But this season of exile has helped us discover three facets of prayer we often neglect in times of abundance. So the writer goes on further into detail, his revelations, and it got me wondering about our prayer lives individually and how often we can neglect to pray when times are good. And, and we only resort to prayer after we used up kind of all our human cleverness and strength. In other words, we only really pray, pray in times of desperation. Mm. Uh, in sports terms, it's like our last play in our playbook. And for all you guys out there, y'all know what it's called. It's called the Hail Mary. But if you play Madden and if, you, <laughs> if, you're, on rookie <laughs> mode, if you're on rookie mode, you can use the Hail Mary at any time. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, I digress. That's just, <laughs> I digress. That's way off topic. Uh, but yeah, so it's, it's, it's like a, like a last play that coaches use in their playbook towards the end of the game to try to win the game. Like, all right, we're going to send up this prayer. And I'm not saying that God doesn't want us to come to him in times of desperation. Uh, but I think we can all agree that our lives need some work in, in the, in, in our prayer. You know, mm -hmm. in our prayer lives, and what a perfect time to begin in implementing this spiritual discipline. Mm. And yeah, it's it's a staying fervent in prayer is a discipline, and it has to be practiced. In Luke eleven, if you're with us and you got your Bibles open, go ahead, turn to page. <laughs> no, I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> but, but in Luke 11, uh, after Jesus gets done praying, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray. Now, this outline is in Luke 11 and also can be found in Matthew 6. And I'm pretty sure, you know, those who are in the church know it's our Father, our Father. And it goes like this, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Now, prior to that, verses five, uh, eight, this is a kind of like a, a warning that Jesus gives us, but also you know, like the way we ought to pray. So, and it's pretty much everything that we talked about. So this is where we're bringing, you know, our insights along and our experiences and we're connecting it to the Bible. Praise God. Like, this is pretty dope. So he says this. And when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand in the synagogues and at the street corners that they may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received the reward. But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret. And your father who sees in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask him. Pray then like this, and then he gives. So I just wanted to, to encourage you guys to keep in mind that he is talking to his disciples, all right? And his disciple said to him to teach us to pray. So Jesus is talking to him as if he is a spiritual infant, okay? You know, when we feel like we should be praying, like, mm -hmm. you know, the people in the church, we feel like mm -hmm. we should be saying all these terms and to, in hopes to gain God's attention. To, but he, he wants you to grow in this practice of prayer. He wants you to be real. He says in verse 9, pray then like this. And as you grow in your relationship with God, mm -hmm. 
you will be able to pray like Jesus does. You will get to a point to where you are praying, uh, expressing more adoration for God. It is so difficult, Ty, to say, let your will be done. And how you were saying to give up control of your life, like yeah. mm, to really mean that with your heart. That That's why he's saying, be mm-hmm. real and say, you know, God, right now it's really tough for me to give up control. Yeah, There is nothing wrong with saying that. You know, and and I I think it's like, I mean, when I grew up, Mm -hmm. when I heard this prayer, I just thought that this was the formula. Like this was, this is what I needed to say, you know, but why would you say this if you don't even understand this? Exactly. That's what I used to pray at night, but it was the other version. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. and it's like, all right, but now that I have gained, you know, knowledge of, you know, now I now my heart is truly our Father in mm-hmm. Oh, great is you know like, and then you know give us this day you know our daily bread, and He's not even just meaning you know provision in terms of physical bread, but what word do you have for me today? What are you going to mm-hmm. teach me today? Give us our you know I, I'm looking for for growth here you know, and then forgive us our debts you know He's. Like confession is so key when yeah. you come to prayer and to be able to like confess and and please guys I think I, we already expressed this in the last episode don't don't neglect confession like God already knows you know just as He knows what you want and to pray for He also knows you know what we have done against Him you know what I'm saying I think it's important but it's not the focus here mm-hmm. so if you guys want to know more on this topic. Drop a comment. Let us know. We want to go deeper and we can get deeper into it because confession is important and being like honest and real Mm -hmm. with not only God, but with yourself. Like, how would you, how could you really grow if you're not looking yourself in the mirror Mm -hmm. and saying, yeah, that ain't good. And how else could I change if I don't one confess that and ask God to change this from me? You know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I do think at a certain point in your faith journey that is I do think that is like a necessity like or just like a part of when you pray you know going down the list okay adoration then confession Mm. then Mm. saying thank you then Mm. you know the supplication and acknowledging Mm -hmm. whatever else you want him to do in you or you know whoever you're praying for that's something that we can actually even give a very simple example for Mm-hmm. No, like that's per- like to get back further into the simple prayer, guys, be real with him, you know, and as you're growing, God is going to lead you and he's going to continue to guide you uh, into, you know, his knowledge and his love. Uh, and I think we're just trying to encourage you guys to pray. And we're just really trying to encourage uh, the fact that it's really no, no holds barred in the prayer room of God. Uh to really, to really lay down your life and to really express yourself and open your, your heart up for transformation, which mm. is going to lead to this generational healing. Mm-hmm. Like you are, you are a founder of this, this new life, this new tribe of people. And we're just so excited for you. But like the old saying goes, you can lead a horse to the water, but you can't make him drink. We could tell you all about prayer, but if you don't do it yourself, if you're not, you know, putting in that time to talk to God and listen to God, 
wheels are going to just continue to be in slow motion. But to get the track going, if you, you don't want to see God working in your life, like if he's working in Tyra's life, then prayer is like super duper important. Mm-hmm. Before we head into our journal assignment, just a couple of journal notes to recap this episode. Uh, there's a gap between what we're supposed to pray and what we're really thinking about. So we can remove the gap by praying what is really on our heart. And prayer shouldn't be looked at as a chore, but a time to be in communication with your almighty, all-loving, and merciful Father. Uh, Prayer is just like any other relationship. It must be honest in order for it to grow. And to quote C.S. Lewis again, lay before him what is in us, not what ought to be in us. And lastly, prayer and persistence go hand in hand. So my question, and which will lead to our journal assignment, is how much time are you spending in honest prayer? And that leads us right on in. That was a smooth transition. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So for this week's journal assignment, I want y'all to pray for five minutes every day and If you are still struggling and we didn't help you out enough and you still don't understand how to exactly pray, you can you can write it down. Like if you feel more comfortable that way, if you get in the habit of writing your prayers down, you might feel more comfortable speaking them out eventually. I'd just say try both. You can try doing both methods. You can write prayers for five minutes. You can speak out prayers to God for five minutes, but keep it super simple. And like Mike said, simple prayer. Let's not make it complicated. Let's not get frustrated because we don't know what to pray about. Uh, If you guys are having trouble praying or, you know, you want a little guide to help you guys along with uh, the acronym X that Tyra had said, adoration, express, uh, you know, some adoration for God. Uh, C, confession. Uh, you know, confess what you know you've done wrong, you know. Uh, and then Thanksgiving. Science is totally behind gratitude. So one one thing is what has God been doing in your life that you can give thanks for? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and then supplicate. What what's on what are those desires? What's on what's on your heart, you know? And when you're being honest and you're being real, you know, that five minutes will go by like that. You know, like I, I was I asked uh I asked somebody close to me, I was like, Can we just pray for like five minutes? They're like five minutes. <laughs> right, he was dying after one minute. I'm like, dude, like you be, and that's why I don't like to pray out loud because people be like, huh, oh, you know, they long winded, and it's just like, dude, just let me get the prayer out. You know, like, you know, like right, like, <laughs> like I'm feeling good about this, and mm-hmm. you just like over here huffing and puffing, like, right. oh, okay, like. <laughs> Lord, forgive them. They do not know what they do. No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But, but write that down, guys. X, adoration, confession, thanksgiving, supplicate. Um, spend that time in prayer and see how first God changes your heart and your life, you know, through, through constant, persistent prayer. And, and then you're going to get to a place to where, you know, 
you're going to want to use that power, this weapon that you have to intercess in other people's lives. Mm -hmm. And the world around you is going to change. Uh, In order to change, you must change. And then the world around you will change. There's one, there's one, there's one quote that that has always rang with me is that, uh, you know, first you must change yourself and then your family will change. And then after Mm -hmm. your family, your community changes. And then after your community, your city changes. And then after your city, your, you know, the state changes then state than the nation. So it's just a ripple effect. And mm-hmm. think about that as we go along this, this healing process, this generational healing, think about it like that. Mm-hmm. Once I myself take the time to heal, then my family could heal. Mm-hmm. Then the family after me can heal. And it's just going to be a ripple effect where sons and daughters of the most high God uh, of, a, of the almighty father and, he, he has these great plans for us and he wants to prepare us for his kingdom to come. Uh, and so it's like, we have to heal. We have to be mm-hmm. ready uh, for what's ahead. And to, in order to, to have that, we got to, we got to take the proper steps. And yes. prayer is, is that discipline that, you know, we have to, have to use. Yeah. So if y'all don't remember anything from this episode, remember Acts. I just want to give an example because I know some people might not even know what adoration or know, understand how to even confess. Adoration is acknowledging who God is, you know. So if I can give an example of if I'm trying to get stronger in my prayer, I want to say first acknowledging God for who he is. Lord, you are an awesome God. You have protected my family. You are amazing. You have always kept me safe. You've blessed me in so many ways already. I love you. You know, just acknowledging and expressing your love for him. And then you go into the next step of confessing or just telling God about your sins, acknowledging your sins to him. Lord, I know I have not been praying the way I should. I haven't been studying the way I should. I haven't been been watching more Netflix than I have been praying. Scared to pray, acknowledging whatever it is that's holding you back. You know, I don't know how to pray, but I'm going to just take this one step and then Giving thanks. I thank you for even listening to me because I haven't been praying. I thank you for protecting me in this time that I haven't been praying because I didn't deserve that. And I haven't been obedient. And I have been focusing on other things, but I just want to thank you for still giving me that grace, still allowing me to have a roof over my head. Thank you for protecting me, protecting my family, even though I haven't been praying. Thank you for keeping food in my fridge, even though I never pray for that. Thank you for keeping my mind at peace. Just thanking him for everything that you're grateful for, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And then the supplication, asking God to work through you. So what is it now that you need God to change in you? You know, allow me to pray more. Allow me to grow closer to you. Allow me to experience you in the way that you want me to. Like whatever it is that you feel like is really holding you back, I feel like that's where you should start. 
start with that word that we went over last week. Now is that next step, that evolution, not necessarily evolution, but that next step to the evolution of who you are becoming and who God is molding you to become. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's this process. So now you got that word from last week was what was holding you back from faith. Okay. Now, now that same word, now you can pray about it. Everything that I just said, you know, swap out the word or figure out your own words that make sense to you. But really whatever you are saying, let it come from your heart and let it be what you really want to say. Even mm-hmm. like you just talking to a friend or you just mm-hmm. writing down a note to a friend. Mm-hmm. So, yes, that is this episode. And I did just want to let y'all know that next week's episode is on generational trauma. We're going to talk about toxic stress. We're going to talk about trauma in general. We're going to talk about um, how suicide is attacking our teens. We're going to talk about mm. the history behind trauma. I don't know if y'all heard about it, but, it, you know, it's a lot going on that we definitely, especially in this time, have to be more aware of, especially that we are in the house with our families and that we are quarantined for like another month going through the steps and the process to understand what generational trauma is. So that'll be our next episode. And we, we really hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Yeah, yeah. Look back at your notes. I know y'all got a lot. I know you got a lot. And <laughs> just happy you guys took the time to listen to us. And sorry if it got a little confusing in the middle. Uh, but yeah, we, we got it back together. <laughs> yeah, we, you know, we, we just going to pick it up and keep rolling. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, guys. If you guys also have any prayer requests, let us know. So if you learned one thing, just one thing from this episode and if you felt like there was something feeling like oh you know this is really for me like this whole message is for me if even if it's just one thing share 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 we also want y'all to follow us on instagram and leave us a review on itunes but yes share we definitely want to spread the good news and if we can help somebody else, if we can help more generations, it's like send it to everybody in your family. You know, if you have a family group chat, send it to them. Mm-hmm. Let them know that this is something that you're doing so mm-hmm. then they can get inspired and they can understand like how important it is, especially with the next episode. Like mm-hmm. this one is going to be good. Guys, I was unaware that... uh she already had these like topics lined up in a sense of like the breakdown of the episode. And when she was expressing it, I was just like, Oh man, it's about to get, (laughs) you know, it's about to get real up in here and I'm excited. Uh, Send me all those things uh, when you get a chance. Oh (laughs) yeah. Yeah. That's what I was doing today. I was going down a rabbit hole of something I shouldn't have been even researching. (laughs) Uh, it's all good though it all came full circle yeah all righty y'all have a great week be productive get on y'all journal assignments pray and pray
And pray. <laughs> Alrighty. Talk to y'all next week. All right. Bye.